Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Well, good morning, everyone. And welcome to Gratitude Hour. And to open up this session today, I want each of us to jot down five gratitudes, five things that we're thankful for. Don't sign them. This is totally anonymous. In the next minute or so, let's jot down five things that we're thankful for on the pieces of paper provided and then drop them in the box. So I'm going to play a little music. Take your time getting up here, grab a card, write down five things you're thankful for, and put them in the box. absolutely no rush feel free to walk up here whenever you're ready and wasn't that a fun little exercise yeah Yeah, it really really was some of us I think really got into it and I'm glad about that so thank you for participating so why did I intentionally start off our morning with gratitude well because it changes our perspective And it can even change the atmosphere in here. It can change our mood, and it can change our attitude. By definition, gratitude is the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation, and return kindness. My mom's side of the family is Cajun, and my childhood was spent around tables overflowing with exceptional dishes, the best. And my grandparents actually ran out of table space at one gathering and ended up putting a tablecloth over the washer and dryer that sat in their kitchen and covered that with more food. We would walk from table to washer to dryer, piling our plates high with food, and if you didn't, they would get offended. I think that if you didn't have a second or third plate, they actually questioned your character. They did. Well, after piling our plates, we would gather around the table, and my grandma LaCour, my mom's mom, used to say, let's return thanks, before we would bow our heads in prayer. She usually would call upon my dad or another member of the family to pray. But I always loved that. Instead of the typical, let's pray and bless the food, she would say, let's return thanks, before we eat, Before we dive in, let's thank God for all that he has given us. Some of us forget that daily we should be returning thanks to the creator of all. Not only for the food that we're about to receive, but return thanks for another day on this planet. Return thanks for the breath in your lungs. Return thanks for the roof over your head. Return thanks for the clothes on your back, the gas in your car, your car, your job, 
the list goes on. Willie Nelson said, when I started counting my blessings, my whole life turned around. Everybody has an attitude. Think about it. It's one of those things that you immediately pick up on when meeting people for the first time. Some people have bad attitudes, and you don't even want to be around them. Some people have a negative attitude, and after five minutes or so of being in their company, you feel like they've actually drained the ever-living life out of you, depleted you. You felt great before they walked up, but now you are down in the dumps. Everybody has an attitude. Gratitude is an attitude. It is. And I'll tell you, you can tell when someone's a happy camper, can't you? It really shows. I walked into Starbucks this past week for more espresso because I have a problem, okay? And I greeted them, the team, as I walked up to the counter. I ordered my coffee and headed to the pickup area for my triple espresso with whipped cream and two pumps toffee nut. That drink will change your life, but anyway, that's a whole nother story. Okay, write it down, try it sometime, it's so good. So I'm waiting for my drink and the barista who's making my drink, who was at the opposite end of the counter when I walked in, said, I really love your energy. And I said what I always say, by the grace of God. Two weeks ago, I walked into a different Starbucks next to the place where I go for a manicure, and I did the same thing. Nothing special, nothing major, nothing earth-shattering. I simply opened the door, walked in, and I said, hi, ladies, how are you today? And I smiled as I approached the counter, and the barista on duty that day left her post from the espresso machine at the opposite end of the counter, turned to her coworkers and said, did you feel that energy? And she came over, and she actually wanted to shake my hand. And I said what I always say, by the grace of God. Why do I say by the grace of God? 1 Peter 3.15 says, always be prepared to give an answer to anybody who asks for the reason, that, for the hope that you have. Jesus is my reason. He's my reason for my hope, for my joy, for my peace. You name it, he's the reason. He's my everything. Romans 11.36 says, For from him and through him and for him are all things. To him be the glory forever. Amen. Here's the deal. When you have an attitude of gratitude about the life that you're living, about the life that you're leading, other people can feel that. I hope that when each and every one of us walk into a store or walk into a Starbucks or an In-N-Out or a restaurant, you name it, that there is a shift in the atmosphere. Jesus lives in our hearts. And we are his hands and feet, so wherever we go, we should leave the atmosphere better than the way that we found it. It's interesting, though, some of the responses that I get and the, the looks on people's faces can change when I say, by the grace of God, right? Because maybe they were expecting a different answer. I don't know, maybe like, I'm happy because I got a brand new car, or I'm happy because I got a promotion at work. That's why I'm happy. That's why I have good energy. 
Or maybe they are looking for me to mention something about the universe. Everybody's talking about the universe, the universe. Enough. Everyone's talking about the universe. The universe did this and the universe did that. Well, let me introduce you to the creator of the universe. Have you met him? His name is Jesus. You're spending your time preoccupying yourself with his creation. I'd rather spend time with the creator himself, Jesus. Everywhere you go and everything you do, we should uplift, we should encourage, brighten someone's day. We should sprinkle joy like confetti. Nehemiah 8.10 says, the joy of the Lord is your strength. It is our strength. And I don't know about you, but I love joy. And the Bible tells us it's our strength. Joy is defined as a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. I did a little research, Google. Reader's Digest provided 10 things, or excuse me, Reader's Digest provided 10 signs that someone is happy. You ready? Here we go. Number one, you live your life with integrity. You embrace living in the moment. You express gratitude regularly. Your work satisfies you. You enjoy harmonious relationships. You keep your inner critic on mute. You aren't afraid of change. You enjoy the simple things. You give back. And number 10, you don't take life too seriously. You guys all know this rhyme, if you're happy and you know it. You said it. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. And you know what? Sometimes we have to clap out of it. You've all heard the term snap out of it. Well, some of us need to clap ourselves out of whatever funk that we're in and remind ourselves of how blessed we truly are. Amen. Remind ourselves to be grateful. If we can get grateful for where we are at, we will find joy and we will always have a pep in our step and we will always be happy. Someone once said, if you can't change the situation, change your attitude. Well, isn't that, that just sounds so simple, doesn't it? <laughs> if you can't change the situation, change your attitude. I love that. Because sometimes situations happen that are beyond our control. Maybe at work, or at school, or on the road, or in relationships. I don't have control necessarily over what's happening around me, but I have complete and total control over how I respond to what's happening around me. I have control over my own attitude. When Renee and I were younger <laughs> and attending this church, a new family started coming. <laughs> and they had kids about our age, and their dad told my dad, your kids are happy all the time, that's weird. You're weird, dude. <laughs> no, just kidding. That's mean. But he said, can you believe that? Who? What? If I see happy kids, I'm like, thank you, God. Their parents are doing something right. But he had the audacity to tell my dad, that's weird. 
all right, bro, whatever. <laughs> but here's the deal, right? Even in that instance, children, I guess we're not always going to be everybody's cup of tea. You know what I mean? So that's fine. Nobody's fit for everybody, and that's a-okay. But even today, people will ask me, why are you happy all the time? Don't you ever have a bad day? Don't you ever just want to punch something? But you know what? It's too bad that happy is really not considered normal. I was talking with my Auntie Lily on Thursday night, and she said about 90% of the customers that come into her store are miserable. She sees everybody all the time, and her word for it to describe 90% of the population, miserable. Isn't that sad? But that's what we expect to see, miserable people. And happy, grateful, joyful, that's weird, apparently, right? Yes, we all have bad days. We do. But you don't have to walk too far outside of your door to be reminded of how blessed you truly are. Lewis Ho said, if you concentrate on what you have, you'll always have more. If you concentrate on what you don't have, you'll never have enough. We've all heard the phrase, you are what you eat, right? But if that were true, I'd be like a donut or an ice cream or whatever. You are what you eat, but you are actually also what you think. Our mind is a powerful thing, and that's why the Bible tells us in Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, think on these things. We must think on good things. We must meditate on the goodness of God. We must keep an attitude of gratitude. Why? Because gratitude changes our perspective, and our perspective changes our performance. Our performance as a parent, our performance as a son, as a daughter, as an employee, as a student, you name it. Our level of gratitude ultimately affects our performance in how we show up in our own lives. Because gratitude directly impacts our perspective, and our perspective directly impacts our performance. Fulton Bunton said, the things you appreciate get better, and the things you depreciate get worse. Boy, if that, that ain't the truth, right? It seems so elementary, but it's true. When we are grateful for the job that God has blessed us with, suddenly it's the best place ever to work. Because I'm appreciating and grateful of my job, suddenly the whole corporate culture, my boss, my coworkers, the lunchroom and the desk I sit at just got a whole lot more attractive. Because my perspective has shifted, my performance is going to follow suit, and now my productivity level has gone through the roof because I applied myself, because I'm grateful. When I'm grateful for the education that God has provided for the school I attend, suddenly it's no longer a drag to get up in the morning and to, to get up to go to school and to learn. No, because I'm grateful. 
So my perspective changes and I see it for what it really is, a blessing, an opportunity. Because my perspective has shifted, my performance is going to follow suit, and now I'm getting better grades because I'm applying myself because I'm grateful. At the beginning of today's session, we wrote down five gratitudes, five things that we were thankful for. Why did we do that? Well, according to the Huffington Post, in addition, you're gonna like this, in addition to improving mood, recent studies show that feeling and expressing gratitude actually leads to better physical health. What? Like we didn't already need another reason to be grateful. A professor of family medicine and public health at the University of California San Diego School of Medicine conducted studies that looked at the role of gratitude and heart health. I don't know about you, but the heart's kind of important. It's kind of like, you know, you need that. So good to pay attention to this one. He found that participants who kept a journal most days of the week writing about two or even three things they were grateful for, everything from appreciating children to travel to a good meal, had reduced levels of inflammation and improved heart rhythm compared to people who did not write it down. And the people who wrote down their gratitudes also showed a decreased risk of heart disease after only two months of this new routine. Everybody's looking for some natural remedies. Write it down. So today we started our day by writing not one, not two, but five gratitudes. Five things that we're grateful for. And let's read a few, shall we? And this was totally anonymous, so we don't know what's what here. Okay, let's take a look. So five things that we're grateful for. Family, church, health, work, friends. Love that. Loving God, feeling God, with God. God is my amazing life. God in my life, my children, all my needs supplied, my friends, my church. Church family, pastor, his word, baptized in Jesus' name, revelation of Jesus. These are good, you guys. Wow. I thought this was going to be like number one, coffee. Number two, the donut that I had. These are really, wow. This is great. Waking up this morning, ooh, that's a good one. Holy Ghost, my family, my job, health. Ooh, I like this one. Number one, Jesus. Number two, Jesus. Number three, Jesus. Number four, Jesus. Number five, Jesus. Whoever wrote that, bless you, I love that one. This one says, Shirley, church, health, Jesus, family, and friends. Love it. Okay, one more. The church, my home, my job, my salvation, my purpose. You guys, those are so good. I love it. And see, why did I read those? Because I wanted us to hear what other people were thankful for. But two, it helps us give, give ourselves ideas of what we can write down. 
a daily practice. Every day, carve some time out to either verbalize or write down three to five things that you're grateful for. A great time to journal is while you're reading your Bible. Write out what you're thankful for, and then talk to God. Thank him for his blessings. First Chronicles 16.34 says, O oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, his mercy endureth forever. I 1,000% guarantee you that you will have more positive thoughts, a happier mood, an attitude of gratitude, a change in your perspective, and as a result, a positive impact on your performance when you start being grateful. We were created to shine brightly. So get grateful, get happy, and be a light because the world needs Jesus and we have so much to be thankful for. And one thing I want to say, it's okay to have faith for where you're going, for where you're headed. We should have faith for where we're headed. But we should also have gratitude and contentment for where we are right now. Because where we're seated right now in our lives is preparing us for where God wants to take us. So even in times where it feels like it's a waiting period or maybe we have questions or we're waiting for direction from the Lord, it's okay. Have faith for where you're going, but contentment and appreciation for where you're at. Because God can't move us to the next level until he gets us through this one. So let's appreciate every season because it's preparing us for the next level. Okay. And we're done, but I, all I'm going to say is you're going to want to be here next Sunday for the 10 o'clock session, because let's just say you're going home with something if you're here. This does not affect the 11 o'clock, so if you don't get here till you know, 11 next Sunday, I'm so sorry, we will not have enough for you. So please be here at 10, because you will want what I'm bringing, okay? God bless you. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast, and may God bless you.